When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Wednesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Vindication in some way at long last for those of us who have been arguing against masks for years. We will discuss the Georgia four-person of the grand jury that is after Donald Trump is an imbecile. Uh, we will play some audio of that. Donald Trump on his way to East Palestine, Ohio, to survey the damage there while Joe Biden remains in Europe. Quite the contrast, a perfect metaphor, one might say, for America first. But, Buck, late last night, this went up on the New York Times website. It is an opinion piece on their editorial page uh, this morning in the newspaper, and the headline, Brett Stevens is the author, the mask mandates did nothing. Will any lessons be learned? Um, and I'm just going to read the first couple of paragraphs. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illnesses, including COVID-19, was published late last month. Its conclusion, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is its lead author, were unambiguous. There is no evidence that they, meaning masks, make any difference, he told Marianne DeMassey, full stop. Wait, hold on, what about N95 masks as opposed to lower quality surgical or cloth masks? Makes no difference, none of it, said Jefferson. What about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. Now, Buck, we talked about this 
This is the Cochrane study, a British nonprofit. I'm reading from the editorial, widely considered the gold standard for its review of healthcare data. 78 randomized controlled trials, six of them during COVID, 610,000 participants in multiple countries. No study or study of surveys ever perfect, but there is no sign that masks made any difference at all. So some of you out there may be saying, of course, I've been listening to you and Buck for two years or longer. We know that this is true. Why is this a story? Buck, I think the New York Times finally telling its audience that all of their mask wearing was cosmetic theater that had no impact is significant because they're finally acknowledging the truth three years after many of us began to argue it. This is because also there are no political consequences for it at this point. The midterm has passed. Very few places, if any, really still have mask mandates in place. Uh, there's, I think, doctor's offices in New York City, some hospital systems still do it. Uh, and, and you have people who are falling back on the, well, doctors wear masks, so that's why we should all wear masks. Um, th- there's really cheer that should be unpacked and should be addressed. Uh, the fact of the matter is that the entire consensus health medical establishment got this wrong um that's beyond any doubt i actually think that brett stevens here um who generally makes a living trashing republicans for the amusement of democrats over at the new york times uh i I think that he is goes too soft in the in the article because what happens when you say mask mandates don't work then the response from the true believers the fauciites out there still um who who worship at their tiny altars to that tiny man uh they will say oh well here's the thing it's because we didn't mask up properly that we have this problem it's not that it's not that masks don't work it's that mandates don't work wrong the masks don't work if you were doing this for any other medical intervention if this was a study for a painkiller or some any kind of a drug a sleep medication and you looked at this macro study of studies, which is the gold standard that you could possibly find, the Cochrane study, and it showed zero efficacy. You would be laughed at. You would be laughed at on any other issue if you said, well, we should still do this. It, it's still worth a shot. Uh, but they will never admit this. And, and I think that for a lot of us, it was deeply discouraging about the Democrat Party, about humanity more broadly, that they would not only go along with this, but that they would be the enthusiastic enforcers of this. I I believe that one of the reasons we can't just let this go is, Clay, if the next issue comes up, that same mindset of the Siberian prison guards in the sky that we had with airline attendants, by the way. And please don't send me an email saying, but my wife or my husband's an airline. Well, were they being nice during this or not? If they were being nice to people and not being... Some of them were maniacs, okay? Yes. I dealt with it personally. I'm not talking about the people who were nice and were saying, look, other people are going to get upset. Can you just do me a favor? You know, yeah, I get it. It's the policy. I had I had a stewardess come up to me and tell me that I was taking too long when I was chewing, that I was taking too long between bites to mask up. That is a psychopath. That is a person who needs serious, uh, serious psychological assistance. And there were millions and millions of them across the country and they, until they are made to 
wallow in the reality of their own foolishness here, they will mobilize again. They will send people to the re-education camp over the climate crisis, Clay. Whatever the next thing, whatever the thing is, they will go along with with the same zeal unless they are made to recognize that the masked Stasi are foolish beyond belief and should be ashamed of themselves. And I can't even think of anything similar to masking that has been more universally adopted and been less beneficial in my entire life. And and that is why I, I think, and again, I understand some people saying, well, we've known this to be true for a long time. Why is this significant? The New York Times acknowledging that masking didn't work after all of the water carrying they did for the petty tyrants mandating masks is a big moment. And I wonder in many ways what so many of their readers are thinking. And and, and I will say this, Buck, they had a editorial, and I agree with you, it doesn't go far enough, but I mean, I, I'll, I'll take progress where we can get it. They had an editorial recently defending J.K. Rowling. And I think it was in the Sunday edition of the Times. I wonder whether some people are trying to take back control of the opinion pages at the New York Times because they certainly lost them in the wake of the Tom Cotton. We should call out the National Guard and they had a full fledged basically rebellion among Times reporters that it's become so embarrassing the arguments that they are making, which are not supported by any kind of rational thought that it's starting to even be impossible for them. The emperor has not worn the clothes for long enough that even at the New York Times, they're having to recognize that they have lost their way. Well, there there is a level at which uh, leftist institutions, media platforms, whatever it may be, do become concerned, not that the truth is a casualty, but that their own reputations and and their own sense of, of self, their self-esteem is at risk because of the absurdity of the arguments that they are are forced to make and you know this is the anybody who is a dead ender at this point on covid vaccines for example anybody who is still pushing for masking anybody who's saying that men can get pregnant i mean these are things that are impossible to defend as a rational reasonable person so i think that if there's any retrenchment going on it's a function of they just simply can't hold this territory any anymore at this moment in time. That doesn't mean they've given up. It doesn't mean they don't want these things or they don't see value in them over the long term. But I, I remember, you know, I had PolitiFact write some article telling me that that I was uh, I was spreading disinformation, and this is supposed to be a, a, a fact checking, you know, the yeah, probably the most well known fact checking organization. And they did a whole Buck Sexton spreading disinformation. Uh, because I said that masks, masks outside are completely insane. Yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, that, that was obvious from the very beginning, right? I mean, that was the, the whole thing was, was absurd from day one. And I know you and I, while I was on honeymoon, I, I didn't, I didn't want to engage. I, I didn't want to get into it, but I haven't forgotten about these libs that, uh, took shots at a few of our shows. Um, you know, they took at a few shows, including ours. They took shots at our friend, the, the great Steve Bannon over at War Room. Uh, they took shots at some other, at some other folks for disinformation in yes. this realm on COVID. 
They should be sending, the New York Times should be sending an apology email. Yes. And asking, hey, how do you and Clay come up with such astute, forward-leaning analysis without any medical background whatsoever? What's it like to be brave and right? Please come in and lecture our newsroom about that. Ali, you can confirm our invitation to the New York Times writer who had a front-page business section article saying that this show was the third biggest purveyor of misinformation in all of political media. That guy has not responded, I presume, just like the Brookings Institute. Yeah, the New York Times has not responded to our offer. Buck, while you were gone, I made the offer. I said, look, you can come on and share with this audience all the misinformation that we have shared. I want to see your formula. I want to see your work. Brookings Institute said they couldn't find the time. The New York Times author of the piece also mysteriously unable to find the time. But I did want to hit a couple of these flashbacks to give you a sense of what you were being told and how much you were being lectured. Here's Don Lemon, our good buddy, who came back today to apologize uh, and returned to CNN, saying that masks protect kids. This is from August of 2021. Listen. I get that no one wants to wear a mask. I get it. And I get that a lot of parents don't want their kids to have to wear one while they're in school, okay? But if it's going to protect children from getting infected, isn't that what matters most or what should matter most? He's wrong. Here's Joe Biden, Buck, back in August of 2021, saying masks need to be worn in schools. I know there are a lot of people out there trying to turn a public safety measure, that is children wearing masks in school, so they can be safe into a political dispute. And that this isn't about politics. It's about keeping our children safe. And one more time from our buddy Fauci. Uh, here is uh, Fauci saying masks certainly do something wrong. I don't like mandating things. I don't like punishing people for not doing something. Um, I don't believe, by the way, that he doesn't like. I think he loves mandating things. Oh, of course. I, I think that he was a a pathetic and, and worthless bureaucrat for over 40 years, although the highest paid federal government employee in the United States um, while he was still in that job. I, I think that he this was his crown. His crowning achievement was to basically be in charge of U.S. policy, not just health policy, all policy for a period of 18 months or so. And. He should have been fired, and this is something that we're going to be litigating, something we're going to be talking about going forward here, because when was all that stuff by Fauci first being pushed? Trump's biggest failure as president is Fauci, fair to say? Um, y- y- uh, yes, I think I think so. I, I also, I mean, look, I don't want to get into a whole you know, Trump thing, because we should also talk about, to be fair, the big, the big uh, wins that he had. Um, you know, I don't want to be overly negative. I think Trump overall did a great job. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fauci should have been, Fauci should have been fired. Now, they would say, if we had Trump here, he would say, but that would have been so much worse. And then I, you know, how much worse could it have been? Look who ended up being president in 2021, right? So I, I don't know. Not how only much that, Trump been. would have been ugly in the short term. In the long term, Trump would have been vindicated as having been right, as he has been vindicated on many issues being right. He, he has, I think, stopped weighing in on how great Operation Warp Speed. I haven't yeah. seen anything on Operation Warp Speed in a little while. Which, remember, we were saying this. We were saying this coaching MAGA with love. 
we were saying stop saying Operation Warp Speed saved, you know, 500 million lives or whatever, because it didn't. So I think that's been dropped, and I think that there's more of a focus now. Um, but we'll come we'll come back onto this and and a whole lot more here in just a second. Speaking of focus, citing it in, my friends, for all the firearm aficionados out there, you want to get really good without having to actually even go to the range, without having to leave your couch. You can do it with the Mantis X system, which is a dry fire practice method that I've got here at home. It is so simple. The Mantis X attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth. You're getting real-time feedback on how good your shot is and how you can improve. This no-ammo, all-electronic way of training is catching on all over the place. In fact, Mantis X is now being used by the U.S. military and special forces, and I use it here at home, too. Another cool thing about Mantis X, it provides you with drills and courses that you can do at home. Of course, nothing really replaces a visit to the range, but Mantis X is so easy to use, it makes those visits more productive, and you can really see an improvement in your skills. Mantis X is military-grade technology at a price that's totally affordable for you. It's a must-have for every gun owner. Trust me on this one. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Go to MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. They're here to shed light on the truth every day. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. There is a great evil taking place in our society. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken. Preborn is dedicated to saving these precious lives. And every day, the staff members at Preborn Clinics rescue 200 babies and help women in crisis by sharing light, love, and a free ultrasound. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. You see, when an expectant mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life for her baby. Would you join me and Preborn in rescuing babies' lives? One ultrasound is just $28, and for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds helping to rescue five babies' lives. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit labradorenergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. 
According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. You know, there are some people who made a career speaking, I don't know if it's truth to power, but saying things that were controversial at the time. And then all of a sudden, when it came to masking, I promise, last thing we're going to talk about masks for, the, for this hour, but I just, I have to here. Howard Stern, I think, he, what is he making, $100 million a year over at Sirius I think that's or something accurate. Like that, which, hey, look, good. For, I'm a capitalist. Good for him. Good for him. Maybe I can get an invite to the guest house out in the Hamptons at some point. Um, but here he is complaining. I, I would have to wear a mask, apparently, indoors and outdoors. Maybe double masking, because Howard Stern, a bit of a neurotic about this one. Play, t- play seven. Then you get all these wackos with their anti-mask, anti-vaccine. The reason they've um, lifted these mask mandates is because uh, we gave in to this small minority of people who are completely out of their f-ing mind, who think masks are some sort of prison sentence and their freedom right. to be the, taken the away. Right. The government is tired of fighting with people yeah. who want to get sick and, and die. Yeah, there's so many wackos. Now, I miss the old Republican Party. It used to be nice to have a two-party system. Now it's wackos versus, um, you know. Democrats, then I can't no, help he's but actually, think the he, wackos are winning. No, no, no. He has the wackos backwards, and he, and he should he should tell his audience that he should if he were an honest man right now. That by the way, that was from March of 2022. That was a year ago. Um, but if he were an honest man, Clay, he would come out and say, "I got this one wrong as wrong can be, and I'm sorry that I slandered so many people." He didn't leave his house for two years, Buck, and I, I think. To be as wrong on this, this is my big thing. We talk about threats to democracy all the time. And I just want all of you to think about this. If being wrong on what is probably the biggest issue of many politicians' careers, and all the Democrats were 100% wrong on COVID, if there are no consequences, then what is the purpose of having elections in the first place? We should hire and fire leaders based on whether they are good at dealing with hard questions. I don't, I'm not aware of a single Democrat buck who lost his or her job despite failing across the board to handle and respond to COVID as an adequate adult would. And the fact that that's allowed to happen is what I think is actually the biggest threat to democracy out there. Fire people when they suck at their jobs. That's what we all as voters should do. We didn't do it in 2022. How many of us look for ways to stay cool at night when we're sleeping? Body naturally gives off a lot of heat. Having a pillow made with fabric that utilizes temperature-regulating thread is a game-changer, and that's what the MyPillow 2.0 is all about. Brand new this month, available for shipping to your home. We have them here in the Travis household. MyPillow 2.0, patented adjustable fill of the original 
but now with brand new exclusive fabric made with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 comes at a great value right now. You can buy one, get one free for a limited time when you use our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code. MyPillow 2.0, 100% made in the U.S., 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Here's how you get it. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, enter promo code Clay and Buck to get your MyPillow 2.0. Now, code Clay Buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. So, uh, video out there of Joe Biden leaving Europe. He tripped going up the stairs again. And, Buck, you and I were texting early this morning along with producer Ali and our crew. There's a story in Politico about Joe Biden. They're starting to get nervous because he hasn't officially announced. We're basically to March. I think Joe Biden's going to announce in April. I would be stunned if he doesn't run. But I do think it's worth noting this. When you watch Joe Biden walk and even to lay a wreath at Ukraine, or you see, as you just did in the last 45 minutes or so, as he is climbing the stairs of Air Force One, he falls again. This is a guy who cannot walk. And and I don't know about you, Buck, but when I watch him walk across the White House lawn to go get on a helicopter, I think to myself, every step it feels like it may lead to him falling face first. And so I just have this question for you. I think we both agree on the cognitive dementia front. He's not very good, obviously, and he's getting worse. In the wake of what we already saw from Fetterman, is there anything physically that could happen for Biden where Democrats would say he can't be our nominee short of massive stroke and he's hospitalized for months or something of that magnitude? In other words, the debilitating behavior in press conferences and spoken uh, events, the fact that he's tripping and falling all over himself, the fact that he can barely walk. Is there anything that adds up here? And also... For people out there who are persuadable voters, do you think the physical frailty weighs in their mind in terms of who who they end up voting for? So I I just saw this video of him going up the stairs. And to me, the way he moves just regularly is what you would view as concern. Look, I, I, I have stumbled going up. Air, air, uh, you know, airplane stairs before too, right? It's not, he doesn't wipe out or anything. It doesn't look, you know, he just, he has a quick stumble, but it is just a reminder of everything. I think there's a hypersensitivity around this because, well, you just see the guy walking and you're thinking, is he going to be okay? Yeah. Uh, and that's walking in the grass out in front of, of the White House after you know, getting off the helicopter. Um, no, my, my thesis on this has been, and it has been really the entire time that Biden has been president that, as long as the Democrat apparatus feels like it has the machinery in place to deliver an election win, um, they will they would roll Joe Biden out in a wheelchair on an oxygen tank, you know, only able to mutter a few words and say, don't worry, he'll be fine any day now. Vote for Joe Biden. I do not yeah. think that they have any. You know, you've been 100 percent right on this because I really thought. There's no way that they are going to be able to run Joe Biden in 24. After the midterms, I came on and I said I was wrong on that. I think they are going to run him. You've been steadfast that there's no way they're walking away from him. And 
So far, you've been right. But when you see these stumbles, do you think that they register with people who are persuadable to vote? Because I think to your point, yes, anybody can trip and fall. Anybody can stumble going up and down stairs. It happens. But when it's a reflection of a larger concern that so many already have, it makes it echoes and reverberates in a way that it wouldn't for a 50-year-old guy who trips. I think that people now uh, vote based upon what they think the machinery of the party will do much more so than on individual leadership. We'll done that for Joe Biden up to this point. Um, and, and I think that there's there's a belief that it doesn't really matter whether it's Biden or one of his immediate aides or it's somebody in the White House sphere who's making these calls as long as the Democrat platform is being pursued. And this is what I've said all along. You really get the same. How different does anybody think a Bernie Sanders presidency would be from what we've seen with Joe Biden up to this point? I mean, the rhetoric would be a little a little crazier, but the actual policies, the spending, the way that he speaks about a whole range of issues, all the stuff about the middle class, it, it would it would be quite similar. And so I think that's why you get to this point where. One, I, I think that people on the Democrat side believe, and perhaps rightly, it doesn't even matter who's in charge as long as the Democrat's in charge because you get the same outcome because there's no longer any belief that there's a leader here. It's just we're in charge. The, the sort of grand Democrat we is in charge. Um, and that's what I think is going to propel Joe Biden forward. You know, there was this piece in Politico, which you yeah. and I were sending around this morning, that was saying, oh, there's some people who are saying... That, you know, maybe maybe he's having second thoughts because he hasn't if if he if that was serious, I still don't believe that at all. They would have to be preparing the public for the transfer, essentially, of power in office that would have to occur to his heir apparent. And the only person that that could really be realistically now, as we all know, is Kamala Harris, which also makes sense because she's the vice president. But even beyond that, to pull Kamala across the finish line. Only way this could be interesting. What if Joe Biden has decided that he were going to step down and that for his legacy, he determined Kamala Harris, his vice president, had to be the nominee? To your point, Buck, if he suddenly announced in August or September that he wasn't going to run, that would be handing the nomination to Kamala Harris on a silver platter. I don't think they have as good a strong of a relationship. But, you know, using a sports analogy, sometimes a head coach will decide to step down at a particular time where his chosen successor gets the job. I think about Dean Smith, who's a legendary coach at uh, at the University of North Carolina basketball. He wanted Bill Guthridge to take over for him. So the way that he chose to step down or a guy like Bob Stoops, and he's elevating at the time Lincoln Riley, there is an analogy where you wait till a time when it is so impossible to go find a new coach that you guarantee who the next person is going to be. I don't think the relationship is so strong between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris that he would be willing to do that. But if he suddenly announced in... August or September, hey, I'm, I've decided I'm not going to run, that would guarantee that Kamala was the nominee because I don't think the apparatus would be rapid enough to shift 
and be able to go into full-on effect to get a full campaign otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if no. he waits till the last moment, I just don't think they have that relationship. That's the only thing that would make sense if they did. Look, I mean, I'm 90% sure that Biden is going to run, and the other 10% would be some outside chance Health-related things so know? bad. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it, though. There's no one else. I mean, all this stuff about you know, Newsom, I think, just wanted the headlines. What a shock. Gavin Newsom wanted more attention. Um, but I would say this as well. You know, we always have to remember that what we're seeing now, what you see in your day-to-day and Biden's bellicose speech in Ukraine and the way that he speaks about um, about, you know, voter suppression and, you know, Jim Crow 2.0 and all these things. That's the Biden machinery that is governing. When we get back into the reelection cycle and everyone listening to this knows this, you don't get that Biden. They're going to have the, oh, you know, uh, I'm from Scranton and I'm, um, I'm just got my lunch yes. pail and I'm here and I kind of sound like I'm from the South or maybe the Midwest, even though I'm from Delaware and I love working folks and middle class and he'll be giving the same preposterous uh you know pseudo folksy speech he's been given for 40 years and some people are gonna go for it they're gonna go for it again it works so you have you know he's not gonna be running as biden the guy that we see now he's gonna be running as oh you know i'm just you know kitchen table you know what's going on with the kitchen table issues and it's you can just play it on a loop play it on a loop and i say this because as absurd as it is Biden is going to be formidable in re-election. I, I, I want everyone to understand that. I want anyone to think this is going to be a walk in the park for any Republican. I don't care who it is. I think also the question goes into the political calculus, and this is a big picture question that I think we'll be debating throughout the course of 23 and into 24. According to the numbers, we had, what, 156 million people vote in the 2020 election? Again, according to the numbers, 81 million for uh, Biden, 75 million for Trump. How much of that is just Trump? In other words, if Trump weren't on the ballot, how many fewer people would have voted? I think that's a really interesting question going forward because I think everybody can recognize Trump was the primary signifying story of 2020. What is the primary signifying story of 2024? It should be the incumbent running for re-election, Joe Biden. Is it? If Trump is running against Biden, I think it's just worth thinking and what does that do to motivation going forward uh, in terms of turnout and everything else? I want to turn your attention for a moment here to saving lives out there, which you can do right now, saving babies' lives, in fact. It's important to me personally. I know it's important to so many of you in this audience because you have already taken action. But there are so many more out there from the pro-life community who can still pitch in to help with the preborn pregnancy network of clinics across the nation. Preborn clinics are the largest provider of free ultrasounds, introducing mothers with unplanned pregnancies to their unborn babies. Once that mother hears that heartbeat, sees that precious life growing inside of her, she is twice as likely, by the numbers, to choose life for that baby. Preborn accomplishes this by private tax-deductible donations from you, the pro-life community. Preborn receives zero government funding, so their work is completely dependent on us to take action now. I donate to Preborn. I'd ask you to consider donating as well. They've rescued over 200,000 babies, and they don't stop there. They provide love, support, and counseling for up to two years for free. They're saving lives and souls. One ultrasound is just $28, or $140, if you can spare it, would rescue possibly five babies' lives. So we can all save lives today. We can do something right now. 
Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, and get connected with someone at Preborn right away or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit labradorenergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades, to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We were just talking about Andrea Mitchell and her false questioning of Florida. Well, it was actually based on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, but she was questioning Kamala Harris. And this is 
her response to the lie that she spread in her question. I haven't even heard this yet. Uh, let's listen. In my interview last Friday with Vice President Harris, I was imprecise in summarizing Governor DeSantis's position about teaching slavery in schools. Governor DeSantis is not opposed to teaching the fact of slavery in schools, but he has opposed the teaching of an African-American studies curriculum, as well as the use of some authors and source materials that historians and teachers say makes it all but impossible for students to understand the broader historic and political context behind slavery and its aftermath in the years since. He didn't think that an AP high school course in African-American studies should be focused on CRT and queer theory. That was the actual objection. Andrea Mitchell is still lying uh, because she said, do we have that audio? It's not enough to say I was imprecise. Can we play the audio of her again? She specifically says that you can't teach slavery and its aftermath in Florida which is a flagrant lie. Let's play that audio. I think. What we does have it. Governor Ron DeSantis not know of black history and the black experience when he says that slavery and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children? I mean, okay. this is crazy. So, so I have a theory, Clay. Um, it's always great to try out my theories to you in real time with you know <laughs> a couple of million people listening. But here's my theory. I think that because you know you just read the. Uh, press secretary uh, for Ron DeSantis and his response to this uh, a few, uh, whatever, half an hour ago. I think that there's a recognition that the old days where Republicans would just show up and get punched in the face by the media, um, that's not going to work specifically with, with Ron DeSantis, meaning he's perfectly comfortable just not playing their game. Now, Trump, it's very interesting. Trump actually liked to go on offense against the media and was super effective in using the fake news to his benefit in the 2016 election cycle. I think later on in his presidency, though, I would have said, I think he sat down with the New York Times a few too many times. Okay, I I do think that that's and I believe that people that are ardent Trump supporters would agree with that when they see that it's just, you know, he wasn't outsmarting. uh, What's her name? uh, Maggie Haberman. She was just running hit pieces on him day in and day out. Um, I think that DeSantis and even some other Republicans, they're not going to let this game be played the way it used to be, where, where oh, NBC News, you will lie about me, and then I'm going to give you an interview a week later? I don't think so. Because Democrats don't do that, by the way. Remember, they wouldn't let Fox News host a Democrat debate. They wouldn't let Fox News interview Joe Biden before the president, uh, before the Super Bowl as is usually the case with the president. By the way, Jeremy Redfern at uh, the DeSantis campaign uh, already responding. Once again, Andrea Mitchell is imprecise in her description because she relies on unnamed historians and teachers. Florida statute requires the teaching of slavery and its aftermath. We just know that queer studies has nothing to do with Jim Crow. Good response there. I would also say this. You guys out there listening know I love Carrie Lake. I think Carrie Lake is a stud campaigner. What she did is something that I've been doing for years, and I would encourage every Republican politician to do it, and this would include Donald Trump. Any interview that you do, put out the full transcript of the interview. Don't allow yourself to talk to a reporter for 30, 45 minutes an hour and have them pull three sentences out of that interview and craft a story based on it. 
If I talk to a reporter for a story, I want the full transcript of my story recorded by my team, which is what I do at OutKick, so that we can post the full transcript. I, you guys know I talk to you every day for three hours. I'm not running from any of my uh, any of my opinions, but I don't want somebody to talk to me for 30 minutes or an hour and then be able to craft their version of what I said. I want the audience to be able to see exactly what I said, and I would encourage every Republican politician to adopt that as well. Speaking of Trump, Clay, he has, I think, had a, a real moment here, making a strong move, going out to East Palestine, Ohio, to visit with that town in the aftermath of that chemical train derailment disaster. He's getting there before Mayor Pete. He's going to be showing solidarity with the people of Ohio affected by this. I think it's a strong move. I think we should talk about just what the implications of this are. And also, where's the Biden administration? Well, Joe's tripping going up the stairs. But yes, we are going to talk about East Palestine. Trump on his way there right now. And what the impact is of the Midwest as we all start to turn towards next year and the next election. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 